Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Colin Drew with your sneak peek at next week. Episode number 389. We're going to be talking about comics originally coming out July 26th, 2017. The last week of July. Drew, before we get started on anything that's coming out in your local comic book shops this coming Wednesday, we have yet another iTunes review. We are flying. We've gone past 50 and we've shot on to 51, sir. Man, don't take it for granted. Because uh, we, we've been a long dry spell, so let's just keep this momentum going. That's right. Keep Big wheels keep on turning. <laughs> Who is it? Who is it? Tell me. Uh, this one's from our buddy Clint. Okay. Who says, what a podcast. Now, he starts it off. I'm not being biased just because I know these guys or because they gave me publicity for my own podcast, Comics That Work. <laughs> Another plug. The show is the... <laughs> plug, plug, exactly. He's good. I like it. Drew and Kyle are extremely entertaining to listen to, and their show adds something new to the comic podcasting community. I don't even sell my comics, and this podcast is still interesting and very fun to listen to. Check it out if you want to add value to your life and want to spend it wisely. Thank you, Clint. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah, we are not above uh, quid pro quo. So, <laughs> if I, uh, you know, I need to wash your car or something to get a, an iTunes review, I'll do it. Very nice. Very you know, nice. Whatever. Yeah, we're, we're, that's cool. Good stuff. I'm looking forward to Clint's second podcast where he's going to be discussing Klaus. Oh, uh, we like Klaus. We like Klaus, and it's kind of what what gave us our obsession with Dan Mora. Who's his co- Who's his co-host? Oh, one of those Calabungites. Oh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We want to thank you, and off to 51 we go. Nice. The sky's the limit now. Uh, Let's see. We've got uh, some feedback in. It's all over the place, and I didn't get it organized. Um we're, we're early this week. I'm, I'm, of course, leaving on one of my mini vacations, so we're we're squeezing in this pot a little bit. Are you going uh, for like 10 to 15 days somewhere on a I'm journey? I'm leaving for eight days on the beach. Oh, my goodness. Goodness. Oh, my goodness. I know. That makes next week's late. Or a solo. Or, or, a, or Drew specific. A Drew, a Drew specific solo. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> okay, well, let's let's talk a little bit about image blind box disasters uh, yeah no uh, doubt. and and maybe i'm overreacting but uh first of all we're getting these unbo- un these opening bo- uh videos and things and they look shredded i've watched 10 unboxing slash opening videos since okay last week i've not seen a single negan and i've not seen a single sketch or signed or special in any of them okay uh, and we've seen some damages. Well, I've seen, uh, out of the ten I've seen, of them I've seen, I think nine of them had books that they didn't look perfect. Okay. That's a problem. Yes. Uh, another problem is uh, we're seeing Michael Lamb shared uh, a signed Walking Dead, Here's Negan, uh, signed, signed by Charlie Adler, that was signed March 5th. Four months, four months before the blind box came out. Um, was did I misread it, or were there supposed to be? Here's Negan was limited to five hundred issues randomly inserted into the blind boxes. Limited to five hundred, only available in the box. So where did this come from? Where Charlie did Adler's this... home store in England or whatnot? So uh, how is so is that part of the five hundred, or is it? 
uh, an extra stack that is unlimited. It, I'm guessing we printed 510 and we took the 10 prettiest ones and handed them to Charlie. So Adler. this is just part of the whole comp thing. Comps also apply to limited variants. Not in my mind, but apparently that's the, the, so that, the way it works. So that one in 2000 Todd McFarlane Venom that's selling for four grand. Uh, that is, that does he have comps on that? Does he have stacks of comps on that book that he can give away and sell at cons? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of ruining the limited number and the uh, the uniquity of these items, if you ask me. Uniquity is that a word? I like it. Yes, it's the act of being unique. I like it a lot. That's a good one. Yeah, I'm um, handing that to you. Um, so fishy, fishiness, shenanigans, Marvel type shenanigans. Um, uh, now also we're seeing folks who were early adopters jumped on the blind box train from the good folks at Comics Exposure. For mm-hmm. uh, for $125, and uh, we're excited because they were early adopters. They bought it. Uh, they've received messages that say, what, Kyle? These messages say, hey, um, if you want your blind box, it's going to be an additional $143. <laughs> so now we're up to $260 um, because we couldn't do math. We couldn't read our invoices. They either aren't smart enough to realize how selling things worked. Yeah. Or they're scalping. Yeah. Hate, hate comic exposure dum-dums. Um, that's not going to get you any uh, customers. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was reading a couple different situations where they were e- emailing with customers and they were very like, eh, either pay us or we'll just move on to the next person. Did not seem to care that they had uh, screwed people over and kind of ruined plans. And uh, our boy Bob got uh, screwed over as well. I was messaging him. Did he um, Did he pay the extra? No. No. Okay. Mm-mm. But he still might be getting... He's, he got his DC, he's already sold his DCBS one. His DCBS did come in. Yeah. And he sold it unopened. Yes. Which we think is the one way to go. Yeah. No Less disappointment that way. Correct. Gotcha. Because, I, man, uh, a lot of these things, I've been seeing a lot of weird dupes that I don't think are worth a ton. Um, you know, I'm not real blown away by the black and whites of the virgins. Some no, of them are pretty cool. No, wait I've a minute. Some no, wait good a minute. When you, say, on... when you say dupes, you're not saying in within the blind box itself. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen somebody in the blind box get the three exact same comics. No Three way. standards. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're completely random. So, yeah, I've seen I, at least out of the ten I've watched, at least five people got two of the exact same comic. I didn't even realize that. That oh yeah, oh that, by far. That amps up my my rage to uh, the next level. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I I you know I mean, what? That, I, that's, my, I mean that's still that's the letter of a completely random box. That's why at one point when we were texting back and forth, I'm like, you know, I you know, in games where things are randoms and RNGs in there, I get screwed every time. So the more I think about this, the less likely I would ever open one of these is because I know yeah. I'm not the type of person to pull a good one. No, uh, we we don't win in in games of chance. <laughs> this is very true. This is right <laughs> in our household. Um, That's right. Okay, well, see, at the beginning of this whole process, first announced, I was excited. Oh yeah, I was ready to order too. And I'm and and you know I'm excited about their 25th anniversary. I'm an image person. 
I'm all in on a lot of stuff, you know. I've been early adopters, you know, issue after issue, you know, championing the 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 titles. This really leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Yep. Am I being overly sensitive? Yeah, I think you're thinking it's more than it actually is, but I was thinking the same thing, and it's just another, hey, here's some books. Here's some books for two fifty. Yeah. Two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. Or two hundred, yeah. whatever whatever they paid. Yeah. I mean, your retailers are buying it for one twenty five. I'm I'm wondering why I'm not seeing more retailers. I'm wondering if they're doing this where you're opening it and then you're placing each one on your shelf for ten bucks or a black and white for fifteen or a virgin for twenty, if they're making their money or what, what shops are doing post open on these things. Or if they're all going secondary market. I've seen some good sell through. I saw a a set of virgin and uh, black and white for redneck already sell for 140 bucks for those two. So uh, some forgive, of them are going forgive good. Forgive my ignorance. Does virgin mean no masthead? It's just yeah, the it's cover just itself? the art. They've okay. taken every every word and UPC and everything off, and it's just boom, book with art. Kind of neat. Yeah. When did they start doing that? Um, um, I've seen it on books as much far, like three four years ago. I've seen it many a time, so it's not a new concept. But it is limited to a variant release. Yeah, in this case, I know like I've got a couple Rat Queens Virgin variants and stuff like that, and they were one in tens, one in twenty fives, one in tens, so they were affordable. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. I never. But in this case, they, yeah, they've done their specialty books, and then they've done a black and white version of those specialty books, and then they've done Virgins of those specialty books. Some of them look neat. A lot of stuff that I was not impressed. It's just weird that we're like celebrating the longevity of Image in this thing, and there's no real long-term books in there you're not pulling sagas or things that you, when you think of image you think of any walking dead you know you're pulling girl scouts and you're pulling rock candy mountain and things that i'm like okay it's new stuff and it's like exciting stuff but it's it's not your big hitters in my mind so like i'm excited i'm not excited at all by that and like the more i think about these here comes negan's oh they're limited to 500 and everything i mean they just did a solicit for a, a pretty crispy little hardcover for here's negan for 20 bucks yeah so i ordered like, it yeah, no reason not to. Yeah, I want to read that story and not in four four page chunks. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Michael Lamb followed up with the snapshot of the CGC census, and there are eleven here's Negan's on there already. Jeez. So there've already been eleven of those sent to CGC, graded and returned, prior to them being able to be opened and released into the wild. It's just bad. Ugh, bad just, optics, I, man. Bad yes. optics, right? Horrible. Yeah. Oh. Um, well, let's see. what. Uh, let's let's get our minds off this. Um, Michael Lamb picks, his pick of the week is Sisters of Sorrow, number one. Ah. Um, and he's going to go with the Kyle method. Uh, not related to the rhythm method in any way, uh, and pre-ordered. He's going to pre-order the four-issue miniseries, Sight Unseen, and hope it's That's how good. you do it. Yep. If you're committing, just just commit. Know that you're going to need the whole bundle. Um, but I wonder if he's going to buy uh, three copies of a nine-issue miniseries, Sight Unseen. Oh no, no, we 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 save that for only special, for only Max Landis stuff. That's right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> um. Michael Lamb asks, uh, if you guys do a preview episode next month, can you make sure Kyle isn't sick so we don't have to listen to him hacking his guts out every five seconds? 
I can make absolutely no promises. In typical <laughs> Kyle faction, I'm leaving at 5 a.m. for vacation tomorrow, so all three of my children are on medication for strep as of today. So this is just my life and the way things work. Unfortunately... Kyle lives in a, in a black mold house. Uh, I, do, I, I am in a basement, but now it's clean as all get out. It's dry, dehumidifier. I don't his, get it. His house is between a nuclear reactor and power lines. <laughs> yeah. And there's a oozing... Uh, Toxic waste uh, all around, yeah. like a moat around his house. Yes, I, I eat only the fish from the Simpsons nuclear pond. <laughs> uh, he's shared with me a, a cover of a Vengeance of Moon Knight variant that is beautiful that I had missed back in the Vengeance of Moon Knight days. And um, also uh, was hoping that uh, it's a uh, Matina who did the cover guy named Matina, mm-hmm. um, and he's hoping he does uh, Moon Knight 800 when it comes out. I'm assuming he means Moon Knight 200. 200, yeah. Because uh, no matter how... Marvel does some fuzzy math for their for their legacy numbering. But uh, yeah. no matter how you slice it, you cannot get to 800 for Moon Knight. But uh, 200, yeah, that's legit. <laughs> Took us 9 series, 9 to 12 series, but by golly, we're going to make it to 200. <laughs> we're going to get it there, yeah. Um, all he also shared a uh, top ten recent hot comics. Um, you know, we were he was sharing some of the old ones, and they were, um, you know, like the Spider Man, Deadpool, yeah, the, the kind of the, Miles Morales popping the on keys there. that maybe are not as affordable um, for for most of us. Uh, on this list is the first. The first one is Redneck number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two is Batman 21, the lenticular 3D. Uh, number three is X-Men Gold, number one. Uh, the Controversy. Cover C, the J. Scott Campbell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, number four is Jean Grey, number one, the J. Scott Campbell. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five is X-Men Gold, number one, cover A, the J. Scott Campbell. Uh, number six is X-Men Blue, number one. You're not going to believe this. It's the J. Scott Campbell. Cover C. And then X-Men Gold as comes in at rank 7. Cover B, J. Scott Campbell. And people love their J. Scott Campbell, man. I'm uh, a big fan, but not as big a fan as many of these people. Yeah. Uh, number 8 is The Walking Dead 164. The Image Tribute cover. And number 9 is Amazing Spider-Man 25. The Campbell Hero cult variant maybe um and then also at number 10 is amazing spider-man 25 the campbell desaturated in red variant i I missed both of those um number 11 was flash 21 the lenticular um and number 12 was the electra number one j scott campbell edition so these are uh uh I guess hot comics on some site that he's pulling. I don't know if that's. I don't think that's eBay's interface, is it? No, that's not eBay. Uh, ComicsGoCollect.com that he's pulling that from, um, and uh, it's an interesting mix. Interesting mix, and some of these have, are like moving like twenty-five spots, and there's a lot of fluctuation on this site. So something you should probably check out uh, for yourself and see what kind of. Uh, lists they have and uh, how how they rank some of their their hot comics and and see what's out there. Apparently, all you need to know is buy J. Scott Campbell and sell them quick. Man, 
Uh, people love him. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do we got going on? Oh, let's see here. Not a whole lot. Trying to read all the stuff we were ch- kicking around back and forth. Legacy numbering and all that it is. Uh, Donny Cates taking over Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with um, Walta from yep. The Vision and, of course, uh, Jordi Valera doing colors. Yep. Um, that'll be that'll be nice. Yeah. And we, have cool a, there. and we and we think that the legacy of uh, Thor with seven hundred that's going to be the first one that hits the big milestone, and it's going to be the death of Mighty Thor, and uh, we're surmising that they're going to try to kill off Jane Foster, which you know makes sense based on the current storyline, but I hope mm-hmm. not. Because she's been a great character, and uh, I, I hope they I hope they don't do what it seems obvious that they're going to do with that storyline. Yeah, um, but we'll we'll see. I think that's a pretty darn good bit of feedback. Well, different the, things. Go ahead. Yeah, well then let's let's head on over to those uh, that top three hundred numbers and see how far off and wrong we were. <laughs> we were pretty, pretty far off. Yeah. Yeah, I think I talked myself into um, the right answer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a f- our first guess at was no, we never. I mean, we. I think you gave us a top three, but I don't think we ever we we included six of them. I think I went all the way down to Edge of Venomverse, but I never. I never. I didn't settle at six. I don't think. I think I may have. At one point, because I think I probably said every number on in the top yeah. ten or something. <laughs> so, um, but let, let's go. Let's go opposite this time for just mix it up a little bit. Um, at ten, Walking Dead was eighty two nine seventy. Good numbers. That's up a good for, number up for them. Yeah, that's up. That's up significantly and um, a nice increase. And you know, we've got some heat on some issues coming up in the near future. So. That could creep up even higher. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we in, in one sixty eight we had our pride variants of that that we, we were excited for, so I'm sure that pushed the numbers a little bit. Well, no, we weren't that excited about the pride variant because it the FOC was super late in the cycle. Yeah, yeah, but as far as it, it's one that we we wanted. So. Oh yeah, well yeah, we wanted it right. Yeah. Um. Uh, nine Secret Empire number five did eighty seven thousand at rank eight secret empire four did ninety one thousand so it's um it's continuing to tick down and you did say it was below a hundred thousand you're right on Mm -hmm. that uh edge of venom verse number one came in at rank seven and did ninety eight thousand uh copies just right under a hundred thousand uh here's where you were wrong (laughs) number six batman 25 102,798. Back above 100,000 after a slight uh, dip below into Mm -hmm. the 90s. Um, Dark Knight Master Race number 9 finishes up at 103,000, which you called because you said the previous uh, issue was at 107, and you doubted it was going to drop that far. So you did did hit that, and that's at rank 5. So that makes Batman 24 come in at 116, a very healthy number, and that, of course, is the proposal issue. Um, 
solid sales and will as third second third and fourth printings of that uh, will only drive that number up if they count it that way which they probably won't yeah um that's, yeah it's, it's good to see because of course batman 24 proposal batman 25 is the uh, beginning of the war of jokes and riddles storyline yeah. so yeah. i'm hoping people uh jumped on for that and are going to continue that ride and keep the batman numbers good well yeah um i really enjoyed that issue 25 um, I'm curious if we're going to have natural attrition now for 26 and 27, and it's going to dip right back down. Yeah, it'll be I'll be surprised to see, but I'm glad it at least went back up based on storytelling. Yeah, not really you no know, cover gimmicks, just based on storytelling. The plot was interesting, people were intrigued, people sought it out and uh, and paid and and ordered it, which is cool. At rank three is Darth. Uh, Star Wars Darth Vader at 118,000. Um, that surprises me. It really does. It's a $5 book. It's not as good as a creator as was on it before, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and for it to just get the arbitrary number one bump, it just makes me sad. Because uh, I think it's a good story. It's happening in a good uh, area of the universe. So, but what was wrong um, with the you know the 29th issue of the last or whatever whatever it ended on what did it end on 30 yeah it was it was in an area where we knew nothing was going to happen it was crossover cross back cross out when yeah. it hit when when they did the vader down the series just started nosediving and it never never came back up yeah that was that was problematic you're right uh rank two dark days the forge a hundred and thirty thousand uh copies of that so good i like that that's, that's pretty good, good. it it, normally that would be pretty good, but then we have yeah. the number one book, Peter Parker Spectacular Spider-Man, uh, number one selling two hundred and twenty-five thousand copies. Jeez, I did not see that coming. I thought maybe one fifty, one seventy-five if we're giving it, but dang. So so people aren't really uh, hating on Zdarsky. People like him, obviously. Yeah. And that then, or they're just sitting in shops. Who knows? I don't know, man. I think I, I think people. I thought it was good. Yeah, I thought it was good too. That's that's a that's a big number, and I don't. Yeah. Know, maybe there were fifty thousand covers, and I just didn't notice them. But I didn't think there were that many. There were definitely a lot of covers. There was the the typicals and the different shop variants. Let's let's you you vamp, and I'll tell you how many covers we got. And you can just look that up. Yes, I can. <clears throat> well, we've got some more Star Wars that, uh, not besides the uh, the Darth Vader, that's right outside the top ten. We've got Star Wars thirty two, doing seventy thousand, and and then um, the second issue of Star Wars Darth Vader, dropping from one eighteen, all the way down to sixty six four, sixty six thousand copies. So, um, not not quite as good, and right back down where it was before. So. Um, I guess that kind of shows the number one is really an artificial uh, number. Like there you go. we kind of knew. We got twenty-two covers for the first issue of the Spectacular Spider-Man. Yeah, all right. Uh, we got the, KRS variants. Yeah. Uh, fried pie. We've got eBay variants. Yeah. eBay. eBay's got variants. Stan Lee box variants. Marvel Collector Core variants. So these are also stuffed in boxes, which is, which I don't know how many Marvel Marvel Collector Cores 
Yeah. But I don't know if that spikes the number or not. Well, it's obviously not loot crate because that'd be 500,000. Yeah. Yeah. We got J. Scott Campbell boxes. Yeah. And then we've got our incentives and all the other typical Marvel stuff. Okay. All right. What's your uh, what's your guess on this issue two? Uh, half is going to drop off, maybe more. That's so still one ten. Yeah, we're looking. Uh, I'm going to say it just barely stays over a hundred thousand. Okay. What about three then? Where's its sweet spot? Where is where is it going to mellow out at? I mean, it's going to be down exactly where the next Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man, uh, comes in at rank fifteen at sixty thousand. I think it'll stick a little higher than that. Um, so you think the, put it around, the, the peri- I think it'll stick around seventy or eighty. So the you no know, historically, Peter Parker, Spectacular Spider-Man is the lesser of the two titles. Correct. It has always been the secondary title. You are surmising that this it, that is going to level out above Amazing. Yes. I think it will level out above Amazing because I don't know anybody who's a big fan of poor man's Tony Stark, Peter Parker. It's true. Not a lot of, not a lot of folks excited about that. Yeah. Um, any other big two stuff that jumps out at you uh, that you want to mention? Uh, Darth Vader's second issue drops down to 66000 already. Um so it's, yeah, I mentioned loses. that while you were, while I was vamping with that. Oh, sorry. Yeah, drop down. Yeah. Detective, detective. Flash, flash. <laughs> and let's get into the small publishers that I'm excited about. Yeah. Uh, Baby Teeth, number one from AfterShock, twenty six thousand. Oh. Pretty good. Thank you. Yeah. J- Jimmy's Bastards from AfterShock, eleven thousand. Number one. That's pretty good. That's a very good print run. Uh, those for are a good, good print ceiling. runs. Um, yeah. I, I'm I'm interested to see. Just exactly, uh, if if there is some heat that main that's maintained on there, because we're seeing um, pestilence number two down to seven. When it, it, with with just its second issue, it's it's losing some interest. Eleanor and Egret should be so much higher than that, but uh, it's issue three is all the way down to four thousand. Uh, at that rate, is there going to be enough interest in? Back issues to drive up the price of that first issue at all? I don't know. Maybe not. I just noticed something very, very icky with uh, Comicron. Yeah? You can sort these by do- how much money it made, dollar value. You can reorder them. That makes me... I don't like that. Oh, yeah, based on... Um, They've given them a number based on price. Price times right? units. Yeah. Well, that's not what it's about. Get those off there. Yeah, so, Ugh. I mean, that... It doesn't really come into play. Uh, there's no real uh, outline until you get to like that weapons of mutant destruction. Yeah. Um, which is a th- is really the thirteenth biggest money maker. Mm-hmm. Um, and and but the twenty fifth best seller. So that's kind of like the first big outlier, and and it pushes yeah. Walking Dead out of the top ten because it's too exactly. Yeah, that's the kind of thing I was looking at. Yeah, yeah, that is a bummer. Uh, some other aftershock titles. Um, Normals did twenty seven eighty five for its second issue. Uh, World Reader number three did twenty eight sixty four. Uh, for Marvel, Iceman number one coming in at thirty four thousand. If you're seeing that losing fifty percent, 
at on its <coughs> issue two, it's already down to seventeen. It's dead on arrival. That's what that is. DOA. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're looking at the uh, the alternate comics, which um, I was really excited about. Uh, this they're going to return to newsprint. Uh, they're going to make affordable comics to put in the hands of of you know, be gateway comics for folks. We've got a dollar comic in the chair that they put out along with dollar fifty comics mother russia trespasser and scrimshaw and we're looking at 3200 for mother russia 2800 for trespasser 2500 for scrimshaw and and the dollar comic which i thought would have been the one for mm. 3000 3000 copies so um you know each comic shop got one thanks comic shops <laughs> Well, we talked to our friends at Cowabunga who bought them, and they didn't sell. I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, they're not that great. I mean, I'll give you that. Yeah. But still, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's not that great, and it sells. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, this is true. Uh, Archie, um, we're seeing that uh, Marvel Comics that they're selling. They, they say they sold 7000 to the direct market. I'd love to know how many they sold in the grocery stores. Yeah, you know how many of those have been flying off the uh, point of purchase next to National Enquirer and Us Magazine and stuff. Just <laughs> talk about shirtless bear fighter. I did not. Eighteen seven ninety four. So a nice print run there. Yeah, it's got it got a lot of um, critical claim. People seem to love its weirdness and wackiness and, it's, and very fun covers. Yeah, um, I, I thought it was pretty dumb, but I've read dumber. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Uh, Man Thing, it's number five out of five issues, limped out with 13,647. Which uh, issue is that? Five of the five issue series. That's gone. That was all. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. It was terrible. R.L. Stein, Stein can do no wrong. Don't you dare. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Is there some, isn't there a Goosebumps comic coming out? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, 7,731. What? I think I think Wolf buys a thousand himself. Yeah. Man, that's that really? That's yeah. the that's that's not a reprint, that's its that's its actual comic number? Issue twenty seventy seven thirty one. Ooh. Ooh, that's dangerous. Unless it's selling gangbusters digitally, man. That's dangerous. Clue number one from IDW, 7448. Black Hammer, Dark Horse, down at 191, sold 11,000 copies. That's not... I think that's up a little bit, maybe. Yeah. Feels like it was in the single digits before. Heathen number four from Creative Mind, just under 4,000. Have they always been Creative Mind? I thought they were Vault. I thought Heathen was from Vault. Yeah, I think so. It says Creative Mind here. Oh, okay. Well, there's that Collector's Edition of Dark Knight, which sold uh, another 15000 mm. So that would drive that, pr- that even higher in its print run. If we, they counted them that way, which they don't. Invincible for you know it, it it's going away. It's got everything going for it. They're talking about making a, a movie out of it. Eleven thousand eight fifty six for issue one thirty seven. What is it? Invincible. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I thought you should, I thought Unbeatable I'm, Squirrel Girl at rank 199 with just over 10,000. It's released a, a character that's going to play Squirrel Girl in uh, whatever, I think it's an animated series or whatever. Yeah. Nothing. Just not making, just not making a move. You know, Injustice is, uh, the, the second volume of Injustice did, um, the third and fourth issue have done 13.6 and 13.3, so I'm pretty steady. It's you know, pretty steady, especially for digital first. Yeah, after after it's already made some some serious coin in the digital first realm, and uh, it's been it's been a solid read. I really enjoyed it. Tom Taylor, you do my heart strong. And my poor Astro City at forty five dips below ten thousand ninety two hundred. But it's all okay because uh, your mind management got optioned. Did you see that? No. Mind, here, let me read you an article. Uh, at, uh, I think I saw it at Comics Heating Up. Where was that? My, Matt Kent's Mind Management optioned for TV show. Mind Management by Matt Kent has been optioned for TV show. At one point it has been optioned for a movie deal. Ridley Scott was producing the 20th Century Fox movie, but that seems to have fallen through. Here's the lowdown on the Mind Management TV show. I'll have to dust those off. Yeah, <laughs> Universal Cable Productions has optioned Mind Management and Flutter. Or, yeah, Flutter from Dark Horse Entertainment as part of an overall first-look deal with the company. Huh. Yeah. Um, what, Universal, what are they called? It is Universal Cable Productions. So, Universal's TV arm. Okay. Do you have Mind Management number one? Uh... I think that was hot bef- before I started reading. It okay. was like a hundred dollar book back then, so uh, it's definitely not that now. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a hot book for a while. Gotcha. Because yeah, that was twenty twelve. Gotcha. But another. There's some good news for you. <laughs> Anything else from the top three hundred, or is that pretty much all we can suss out? Uh, that's it. All right, before we get into what's coming out in our uh, next week from previewsworld.com, I'm just going to talk a little bit. I just finalized my July for September order. Um, Now, in the coming months, we've promised that we're going to go through our preview solicit and kind of uh, talk about what we're going to order ahead of time to help you guys out. Um, We don't have time to do that, but I'm just going to talk a little bit about a couple of the things that I'm looking at and that I placed on my order July for September. By the time you listen to this, you'll have a couple days if you want to add these things um, through things like DCBS and everything. So, they're options. Um, From Marvel, uh, we talked to Eric from Cowabunga. We were talking about Weapon X number 8 because we talked about this possibly being our first appearance of Weapon H, which is our Wolverine-Hulk hybrid. Ah. So... It just sounds like a nifty character that sounds just like what Marvel would love to smash in every book and mess with and do all kinds of crazy things with. So uh, for a couple bucks, I'm going to take a flyer on seeing if I can pick up Weapon H's first appearance in Weapon X number 8. Gotcha. Very nice. Um, As far as DC is concerned, of course, we talked a lot about uh, uh, Supergirl 13 and the B cover for the Art Germs. Um. Yeah. We did the 12s, because uh, we saw 12, and then we thought, oh, that looks great. Going to make sure we get those. Um, I'm going to go ahead and get 13, knowing that it's Art Germ as well, and knowing that I want to get my hands on those. Yeah. So. Gotcha. Very good. 
Very good. Let's see here. And just all the other typical stuff that's just me as far Did you pick up the Fujitsu number one? Did you order that one? Huh? What's that? Uh, I think it's IDW, but it had a Greg Smallwood cover B. I did see that. I looked at that uh, quite a bit. Yeah. And you were hot for the Gasolina. Yeah, I thought it looked kind of neat. And is that um, IDW as well? No, that was that was uh yeah that was IDW I think yeah yeah okay yeah I thought it looked kind of cool so I thought eh what the heck I'll take a flyer on that one it seemed like a a neat new world that they were doing so uh yeah I I pulled the trigger on a couple of IDW books which is very very uh not necessarily something I did I did Gasolina and then just for fun I did Wormwood goes to Washington because I wanted to have a uh, Ben Temple Smith book. Because I keep walking past him at C2E2 and thinking, man, I really like him, but I didn't bring any of my <laughs> my Ben Templesmith books. I thought, I'm going to get it. There was a really cool cover B. Why didn't you with, get the uh, sketch cover then? Um, the blank I, I cover. Really, I really like the cover B with the tattered American flag in the background. I thought it would oh, be a cool okay. one to, to get a signature on. So that was cool. Yeah, nice. Um, the other flyer I took on image is Rat Queen's Orc Dave number one. It is a Fiona Staples cover. Yeah, I saw that. So I pulled the trigger on that because we we you and I just like to go out and collect those yeah. occasionally. And in that in in that spirit, <coughs> there's a book called Lark's Killer. Uh huh. And the the second issue features a cover A by Jenny Frischen. That's really, oh, there you go. That's really pretty. Very nice. So I grabbed that one, just for her. I don't you and I aren't yeah. You and I aren't real big on hardcovers, but we talked about Walking Dead. Here's Negan Advance yep. Solicit. Had to get that. that. Had to get that for twenty bucks to get that all in one. It's a good deal. I mean, I couldn't pass that up. Yeah. So. Uh, I did grab the the new Miller World Annual. Ordered that. Okay. I'm still sitting on a lot of Miller World I grabbed before. So I. <laughs> I got the I annual last year that. and it, it didn't do anything, but it, it it had it had a couple of creators that were kind of interesting. So, um, I, for for the price, I was like, uh, I got to give it a, give it another shot. There you go. Um, our other Walking Dead flyers, of course, we talked about uh, uh, some of our fans talking about uh, Walking Dead 171 possibly being our first appearance of The Princess. Yeah. Big so, time we went on on that one. Yeah. Normally I get three copies. I think I doubled that to six or five, yeah, yeah. something like that on that one. So for you know a two ninety nine book that you're, you're getting an advanced solicit discount on, it's worth taking extra flyers on those because, right. you know... When Ezekiel hit the cover, boom, that one went up. Even things like Alpha and Beta, boom, yeah, those went up. Yeah. Deaths go up. So uh, you almost can't go wrong in that kind of thing. And um, I also continued going heavy on Redlands. Redlands number two, of course, our friend Jordi Belair and doing mm. her own writing on a book. I'm going to continue to throw my support through that because uh, she's just really cool. Yeah, I, I hope it's good. Yeah. I hope it's good. Um, yeah. If, if you remember the success of Dollface over at Action Lab, yeah, I'm hoping to lightning will strike twice with misbegotten runaway nun. Number one, I, I literally had that on at one point. It's just there were so many buzzwords in the solicit that by the time I was to the end of it, I just yeah. I felt bad if I would have ordered it. Yeah, it's cheesecake, uh, but so was Dollface, and uh, it it had heat early, so I'm giving that one a shot. <laughs> misbegotten yeah. runaway nun. Runaway nun. Yep. Yeah. When you got to the end of it, it was just like the monk must confront the truth of his own very immaculate birth. Clones of Marilyn Monroe, Hitler, Gandhi, and Jesus. And yeah. I'm like, all right, yeah. I, 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 
I, I don't want to have to explain it to people who find this in my box and be yeah. like, what? Now, um, Realm, we were both pretty high on. Yeah. Uh, it's Jeremy Hahn. Yeah, Jeremy uh, Jeremy Hahn's doing art on that one. So. And then I went a little heavier on the cover B because it was Tony Moore cover. Tony Moore. And I, I, I stuck with my cover A's that I, yeah. that I seem to yeah, like so much. It, which I don't learn my lesson. I continue yeah. to, to, to explore the cover B, C's, D's realms, and it never pays off. Yeah. Of course, doubling up on Saga, that's just kind of what we do. And um, I grabbed The Evil Within, which is a comic book adaptation from Titan. Mm-hmm. Kind of a back half thing. Um, I really thought that was a, a really good game, and they're working on a second one of that one. That is from your Resident Evil creator, uh, Misuzaka, I can't remember his name. Yeah. I'm screwing up Japanese names. Um there's a really cool cover B video game cover that we haven't seen the cover. So this is literally a stab in the dark, but I'm a big resident evil guy. I'm a big fan of him. I, th- I really like devil with or, uh, evil within and it's a two issue mini. So it's not that much commitment from me. So it was able to, easy to grab the first one, get the yep. second one. And then I'll be able to flip a two issue series for any, uh, you know, video game people that miss this one or being Titan a short issue. Yeah. Um, cause at the very least, um, uh, Dark Souls sold through and was able to make money off that one, and there was a couple more of those that sold through. Very nice. So that one was a pretty easy trigger on me. Now, what about the two Sheenas? Uh, there was two Sheena. There was a bunch of covers of Sheena, number one, but but two of them had uh, J. Scott Campbell covers. Yeah, you're in. You're just straight up order cover A is J. Scott Campbell. So I mean, I thought cover price, D was as well. No, <laughs> I mean, there's a bunch of advanced lists. I mean, you can pay up to $300 for weird versions of that cover A. Oh, okay. So I just went two of the double, two of the straight A's just because when you're getting J. Scott Campbell beautiful cover art on that kind of thing for next to nothing, it's easy to do. Plus, I went heavy on the Zero cover because they were a quarter and DCBS was giving a discount. So I literally got them for 12 cents. Um, and then I paid twelve cents to bag and board them, so it was it was weird paying the same amount to bag and board them. Was that last the last book. cycle? That was on last cycle, okay. so I'll be able to bundle two of those with this if I want to if I want to jettison them off. Very nice. Um, yeah. Now you are uh, all in on the Star Wars adventures. I okay. This is for either me or my children. Star Wars Adventures IDW is taking it off. It looks like it's going to be the Adventures of Ray. Um, I remember enjoying Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles adventures when I was younger. I figure this is kind of the same thing, so I'm going to go ahead and go in for at least half a dozen of these. I'm hoping that IDW and hanging out with Ray, it's definitely all agey, but it's Star Wars, so heck yeah. It's IDW's first swing since the Marvel mm-hmm. acquisition. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna yep. I'm gonna commit for a bit on there, and sometimes you see neat things happen in the adventure series that nobody sees coming, and you're just like, ha ha. Yeah. So it's a nice flyer, and if it's nothing spec worthy, then I'll have these for the kids. Yeah, there you go. Just let them tear them up. Um, you're gonna be surprised <laughs> at this because after I read Edge of Venomverse number two, where mm-hmm. you had you had promised me. A new character would be appearing. I, I I legitimately said this is this is classic Marvel, and they're gonna do just what they did with Edge of Spider Verse. And they did nothing. It was horrible. Of a- Edge of Edge of Venom was awful. But then I went ahead. It's and not it, over yet. Well, the second one, the second one, okay, where I wanted all the good stuff in it. So I gotcha. came. So I came back and I went ahead all in. Ordered all the Venom Verse one, two, three, and four that were in the previews. Oh my goodness! And so I, I guess I'll get five next next issue. Um, yeah. And uh, so 
does not like me. No, no, not usually no, do that. A Marvel's not like you. B Venom's not like you. C Commitment's not like you. <laughs> but I yeah, I thought I'd it'd be a nice little five issue run of Venom. I could package it, throw it up. I think I'm gonna do that. There you go. Probably won't even read it. <laughs> now, what's uh, this world of animosity? Is it a is it like just a cover book? It, it's yet another animosity. Let's see. It'd be the third one. Yeah. I can't remember one piece of it, so I just wanted to look something yeah. up. Um, let's see. World of Animosity. It's just a one-shot that brings readers... Yeah, it's kind of a catch-up. Yeah. It's a, a road so far, essentially. Okay. A journey through an apocalypse like no one ever imagined. This singular one-shot brings readers and fans alike an exclusive look at the characters, creatures, maps, mysteries, enemies, histories, and roads so far as the world where... So, I think it's kind of a behind-the-scenes. It might give you some maps and some architecture and some, some cool stuff. Um, you know, it's only four bucks, so give it a shot. <coughs> um, yeah, so we... Uh, that's our, that's our um, pre-orders for this cycle... Um, you still have time with your LCS, I think by Monday, you should be able to still get that in maybe. And then mm -hmm. by the middle, or maybe it's, maybe it's already passed. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, but then if you're, if you're through an online retailer like DCBS, you have until maybe the 26th. That sound right? Yeah. Sound right? Yeah. Um, and neither of us pulled the trigger on, uh. Your boy, did you pull on your Spurrier guy's image yeah. book? Yeah, I did. Okay, you pulled the trigger on him, yep. and then yep. did either of us do the King Kingsman? No, not the Kingsman, because that's another. Uh, that's it's another an existing volume. title. Yeah, yeah. I kind of shy away from that. There was Just one checking. that I was I wasn't tempted because sure the movie's so big. If they were going to do that, yeah, there was another one that went back to the well that I was really tempted to do, and it's escaped me. I end up passing. Um. Shoot! Oh, it was Slam. Oh, okay. So Slam went back and renumbered a number one, and it was like Slam Jam or something like that. It was, it's the next volume, and they're just starting over with a number one. I was really tempted to go in heavy on that because I really enjoyed that last volume. Um, but then, you know, I talked myself out of it because the second volumes never never live up to the first volume. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. And then I jumped. Did you jump on a dark arc from Aftershock? Cullen Bunn's new one. No, no, I didn't like that. Uh, even the, I was thinking about the Phil Hester cover B, but none of it looked. Uh, yeah. I, it didn't look up up my speed. I like Cullen Bunn well enough that he's a, a pretty easy flyer on things. He's 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 hitting about five, about half and half. Yeah. So I figure um, I'm trying to throw as much support on Aftershock as I can. So I was just curious. Yeah, there were a couple vaults that I th you know I did Deuce of Hearts from Vault, and there was another vault, there was like five or six number ones from Vault, and I picked two yeah. of them. Um, yeah. This, so did you do any of the Halloween Comic Fests number one reprints, Runaways or <sighs> Baby Teeth or anything? I did not, and I almost pulled the trigger on the new Runaway series, but I just looking at the cover, it looked like it was becoming too hipster for me. I'm a big Runaways guy, and this is the original, the original Runaways cast, but couldn't do it. Well, who's Rainbow, the author? Rainbow something. Yeah, I wasn't sure what that. That was the other thing that made me run off. Like, who is this person? 
I had never even I've never even heard of them. And yeah, I, Rainbow Roel. Yeah, or what they've done. Anka on our. So if they have a track record, I don't I don't know what it is, and so I, I it scared me too. So. Yeah. I I will probably be angrily trying to get the uh, the Scotty Young variant because that's the kind of thing I like, and then I see there's something called a Venomized Pride variant, so I don't know what that's going to end up being. Yeah. Carry on. Who knows? But yeah, I'm a I'm a Runaways guy that just could not do Rainbow Row and Runaways number one. How about all the um the medals? One of everything. What are you, what, you, you excited about that? Yeah, I, I think they're really cool stylized covers. They're, they're of course, corresponding with Justice League characters. Um, I haven't been as bored as you have with uh, with with these things. So. Well, I wasn't bored with Forge. I was okay. just bored with bored with casting, and it had just. it still had some fun stuff with the uh, Joker and Green Arrow and stuff. But yeah, uh, yeah. It, you know, I'm just torn on Scott Snyder. Sometimes he's good. Sometimes he just seems like he just likes to hear himself right. When he's good, he's great, and he does some long form stuff. So if yep. you're gonna do a stick around, yeah, yeah. And you know, maybe I'll read. Maybe I'll eventually read After Death and just love yeah. it. I just there can't can't get into it. And I'm look, yeah. still waiting for Wake Number Two. When's that coming out? Yeah, no doubt. And go back to Witches. Yeah, you loved Witches a lot more than I did. Still do. Great, great book. Yeah. And just tertiary stuff. Captain Phasma seems interesting. I'm still heavy on Nightwing, but that's just kind of the guy I am. Um, yeah, there's a... Wait a minute. Society. What's that new Nightwing? Uh, it's uh, New Order. So we got we got a uh, blue suit. All kinds of fun stuff. So two, I get extra Nightwings. I'm getting three total Nightwing books a month. Heck yeah. Yeah. Are you reading them? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> but I got them. But I got them. <laughs> They're here in my odd little hands. Yeah, that'll work. All right. Anything else, Drew? No. Let's let's get that sneak peek out of the way before. I know. Like I apologize. An hour and a half. I know. That's that's my fault. I, we promised the people, and I, I felt bad that we weren't going to get to anything. So I wanted to at least toss a few of our thoughts in there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, where was that? I, I lost previews world. I've lost previewsworld.com. Well, then I'll start where we always start. Start. In Dark Horse. Uh, just... We've got Black Hammer number 11, super psyched about, with a with a Lemire cover as a variant B, independently orderable. Um, hey. It's a, it's a great, great series. Um, definitely check that out. Uh, Mass Effect tie-in, so for the third issue of that, um, if you are so inclined. And we've got a Devil You Know, number one, which is a BPRD, uh, Mike Mignola-verse deal. Um, that's the first issue, but I'm I'm not into that, so mm. I'd probably, I'll probably i probably steer clear of it. Um, nothing I else did, in Dark Horse. Yeah, I did not read the No Power in the Verse, Serenity, and uh, a nice little $20 hardcover came out. So yeah. this may be my opportunity to snag up and uh, check out what exactly that had to offer. Yeah. And there is the second issue of Bank Shot number two, which is the Alex DeCampi book. Oh yeah. Um, and so if you if you it picked up that first one, I haven't got a chance to read that yet, so I don't know if it's any good. Not quite yet. Getting the Drew stamp of approval. Not quite yet. All right, Drew. Let's head on down to DC Comics. Uh, Action Comics is bumming me out, man. I haven't really liked it at all for a while, yeah. so uh, it's it's kind of fallen off. Still loving Superman, but um, Action getting ready to drop it. 
Oh wow! Yeah, I really um really haven't enjoyed it. Even with the Mikael Yannin cover B. Well, now I mean, from a reading standpoint, I didn't like that whole storyline that's that's been going on with the, mm-hmm. with the it's just with the battles. It hasn't been any fun for me. Yeah. Nice little Joshua Middleton cover B on Batgirl. Pretty neat. That's the beginning of a story arc, too. Good time to jump on if you want to. Yep, absolutely. Bats and Cats, part I, one. I'd forgot um, Blue Blue Beetle was still a book. <laughs> He's a person in a thing. How did that happen? That, I, I swear to God I thought that thing was canceled. <laughs> Tyler Kirkman on the cover B. Hey there. That's one to snag up. And why do I like him? Tyler Kirkman. I don't know. People like him. It's a good. It's a rad looking cover, too. Yeah. Keep saying Kirkman is Kirkham. I wondered. You still doing Doom Patrol? No, dumped it. Gotcha. The only thing I'm doing from Young Animal is the Shade, the Changing Girl. Ah, no Cape Carson. Nope. Those are some pretty covers on those variants, man. They're doing a really good job of giving DC's hats off to DC for. Independently orderable variant B covers that are really pretty and nice to look at. That aren't garbage artists. Yeah, they're really doing a good job with those. Man, not a lot. We're going to arbitrarily check out our Wonder Woman Jenny Frizen. Not too shabby. And then who is... um? It's Marguerite Bennett and Dan Jurgen's turn. With a cover by Bill Sienkiewicz on the Commandy Challenge number seven. Ah. Um, so that's one that might be nice. Uh, nice pickup. People love ben, Bill Sienkiewicz. I'm one of them. Um, and this Commandy thing has really been low print run. So you're looking at under 10,000, I think. Yeah. Um, and so that that'll be a rare a rare book if people are uh, looking for Bilsinkevich, or as Kyle says, Sinkevich. Sinkevich. Which is also is completely plausible that that's how you pronounce his last name. I don't know. <laughs> I was pronouncing uh, Stepan Sej's last name as Sejic for probably five years. <laughs> before I, yeah, I heard I heard him say something on a on a podcast, so I'm like, oh, oops, whoopsie. All right, anything else in DC? Uh, I don't know. Nope, I think so. I think that's it. All right, let's head on down to IDW. We just talked about ordering some things through there, but not this I week. Don't see anything to pick up while I'm in a shop? No, not a thing. Nary a one. Swing and a miss. No My Little Pony movie prequels from me. All right, Image, save us now. Bloodstrike. No. Number one remaster. No. 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 Liefeld version. I didn't like it in 93. <laughs> I don't like it now. I'm sure of it. <laughs> Cannibal's back, though, with uh, issue uh-huh. number seven. That's good to see. I get a second. I'm going to give uh, Crosswind number two another shot. It was a lukewarm uh, first issue. I know I was talking to Eric over at Cowabunga about this. I think he's about on the same page. We're not quite sold. We're not. We're not. There's nothing wrong with it, but we're not quite hot on it yet either. So, 
Um, Gail Simone, sometimes great, sometimes eh. <laughs> we'll see where this one goes. There you go. Outcast number 29, Robert Kirkman with Paul Azazeda and Elizabeth Breitweiser. Still reading it. I think I'm three behind at the moment, so I got to play catch up. Ooh, I'm, um, I'm current. Are you? Yeah, I'm better nice. than you. You are. Well, well in red. this one little area. Yeah, I'll give you this one. <laughs> New story arc starts in Postal number 21. Uh, Get it together, Postal. Let's do this. And then... It's been a great, it's it's a that's a great run, man. Twenty one issues, mm-hmm. image book, that's something to be celebrated, man. Top cow, it's good stuff. Good stuff, it's the it's their best book by far. Yeah. Top cow, S- not, not images. Yeah, Saga forty five. It's a cool looking cover. Buy it, read Saga. No reason not to. Shirtless Bear Fighter 1, second print. Shirtless Bear Fighter 2, three prints of it. Okay, I have the uh, Shirtless Bear Fighter second print coming. Does that look familiar to be the same as the first print? No, I don't believe so. So that'll be a nice package that I can put those together. I'm excited about that. There you go. There you go. Yeah. And, and you know, what's gonna, that's going to be what? 5,000 copies of that sold? If that? Not a ton. Yeah, no, exactly. But I only got, it. I think I only got one cover A of issue two. Angle. Yeah. Shutter, you used to watch, read Shutter, didn't you? No, I hated it after one issue. Okay. Did you, see, did you see the solid state trade paperback? You know what that is? What's that? Okay. Our buddy Matt Fraction, right? I, okay. And Jonathan Colton, the, the, the guy that sings um, Code Monkey. Which inspired that uh, Code Monkey comic that I really liked. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's those two together doing the writing. It's like a concept. It's his album, so you're taking Jonathan oh. Colton's album, Matt Fraction's turning it into a comic script, and then Albert Montez is illustrating it. And it's a it's a square bound ten by ten format. Um, so it's like a concept album, concept graphic novel. Uh, and it, but it's twenty bucks. Interesting. Yeah, it's pitched as um. Two thousand one space odyssey meets office space. <laughs> Two guys connected by a name and a hundred years somehow stand at the end of man's beginning and the beginning of man's end. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So it's a it's an OGN. It's not it's not just a collected uh, trade paperback. Huh. Very cool. Spawn number 276 has a really cool looking McFarlane cover B. That one's going to... People are going to want that one. Which one is it? Spawn 276. Ah, uh, gotcha. Cover B. You don't think they'll want the images of tomorrow? Which actually ah, is probably the coolest one I've is, seen. <laughs> well, it is McFarlane, so it's not a as cool of a cover as B. But, that would have uh, been the yeah. one to get. I'm kind of missed missed the boat on that one. Yeah, I agree. Doggone it. Any interest in Underwinter or Wayward? No, none. Not on my radar either. No. What about plastic? We talk, We went right past plastic number five or m- number four or five. I have um, issues one through three. 
in a stack and haven't read them. Hmm. So, bummer for me. Right. Packless I dropped. What? I dropped Packless. Yeah. It was a, an anthology type thing. I didn't like it. Anything else for a slightly under-impressive image? No, not really. Alright, let's see what Marvel has to give us. Save us, Marvel, save us. What, why did uh, Renew Your Vows 8 go to a second printing? Uh, because it was Mary Jane okay. and Venom. Yeah. It was the, the yeah. Venom. I forgot, yeah. Mary Jane Venom. Don't care about Ben Riley. Don't care about Edge of Venom verse three. There you go, brother. Yeah, I'm done with that. Oh come on! No, nope. It was awful. Issue two was awful. Iceman number three should have a tiny print run. Same with Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur twenty one. Secret Empire number seven. I'm calling it right now. Um, you heard it here first, folks. I, I, I think it's, if Moon Girl is really at seven thousand copies a month, that's not getting to thirty, right? What was just solicited? Yeah, what number was just yeah. solicited? Twenty three. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't remember off the top of my head. Twenty three or twenty four? I'd be, I'd be surprised if it gets by twenty five. It might get to twenty five, but I can't. I can't believe that they would continue to publish something the sub five thousand. Did you? No, it, I don't see how it's worth them, worth the effort. Man, it'd be tough. Weapon X number six WND Weapons of Mutant Destruction Part Five. And we do have uh, another Secret Empire, number seven. And this is seven of what? Nine. Seven of ten. And that that includes the Omega, or then there's like an Omega? Then there's an Omega. So this is just ten legit, then Omega. But it was originally eight, originally nine, I think. Originally nine. And then they added another. God, why do I fall for it every time? Sure, it's only an eight-issue miniseries. Oh, sure, sure, it's only nine. Omega. Omega will be fourteen dollars. Oh, sure. Oh, and you're going to do a zero issue too? Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. They already did a zero. They already did a zero issue. We bought it. Yeah. 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 Any uncannies or X Men blues or golds or anything? You know, I kind of like uh, blue, but it's not. It's not great. But I, but it, that's kind of the one I. But it's got a Secret Empire tie-in. I read it the most, yeah. It's a cool cover. Yeah. It is a cool cover. Art Anything? Adams. That's an Art Adams cover. Uh-huh. Anything. Oh, wait. Guardians of the Galaxy Telltale series number one. I'm just getting ready to play this. I haven't done it yet. An all-new prequel to the interactive episodic game Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy Telltale series. Okay. So that's like the, the same people that do The Walking Dead that I like so much. Exactly. Very cool. Walking Dead and then uh, I Bought You Batman. you got to play that one, too. I've played that. I've played some of Have it. You? I didn't beat it. Ah. I played about half of it. Very good. I do like the way Telltale... Telltales are very well written. Yeah, they they really are. Yep. Um, I'm not going to grab this until I play the series and decide if I really need to. Yeah. After the fact. Yeah. Anything else in Marvel? Nope. All right, let's look at our back halves. Our smaller publishers are 
IDW or not our IDWs, but our booms are Alterna, right off the top. Oh, right Alterna, off the top. There you go, Adam Rack. What I was just talking about that was selling uh, dismally for a dollar fifty. Should have just been three dollars. Could have made some more money. <laughs> or Amazing Age number two. Or... Yeah, yeah. There's my Betty Page black bag edition that I almost bought for ten bucks. That was the it's the the it's the topless cover. Oh, one of my first time I've ever done one of those. I just I don't know why, but I thought Betty Page that one might be something. But oh, I ended up not doing it. Was she the was it really her? Yeah, it's photo. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know if that's what Betty Page people would want or not. Black number six of six from Black Mass Comics. The end of Black. Okay, that's this is long overdue, right? Yeah, I think so. At least it has a January code. Um, okay, uh, I think I checked out at four. I checked out at three, and um, so I missed five completely. And I don't think I feel the need to come back for a six dollars number six. Mm. Sorry, Black, you took too long. Uh, Colossi number four. I already read this. Great. Got an advanced copy on this one. Um, this is where the key, the people are small. Um, great, I guess, is a long word. But it, it, the, the people are really small in a, in a big world. Gulli Gulliver's Travels type of uh, situation. And um, had some good stuff in the series. But this is the last one. And I wouldn't say it stuck the landing. But um, it had some good stuff in it. Leave it at that. What do you know about Chapter House comics? They're Canadian. I steer uh, clear of it. Gotcha. We got Phantoma number one, written by Ray Fox, with art by Sue Lee, and a Jabrilli Morissette cover. Jabrilli Morissette. Jabrilli Morissette. The chapter verse continues. So this is, never mind. This is something you're supposed to have already been reading. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how about Phantoma? Number one, so that's wait, the one just you're just talking, talking about. Yep. Well, how did you pronounce it? It didn't sound like Phantom Ma. I don't know. We've moved on. Yes. Heavenly Blues, did you do that one? Nope. Scout Comics, writer Ben Klein, art Bruno Hildalgo. People live, people die. The good are pleasantly escorted off to heaven, while the rest unceremoniously rots in hell. Heavenly <laughs> Blues, I really like it. It looks good. It's got a really cool cover. Um, I like the font a lot. Um, <laughs> Not the first time you've said that on this podcast. Um, like fonts bring me in sometimes. It's got that like seventies uh, grindhouse movie poster font writing on it. So it's really kind of cool. Uh, I'm definitely checking this out. Heavenly Blues from Scout Comics number one. Can I interest you in Go Go Power Rangers number one from Boom? No, pass. Even if I told you it's written by Ryan Parrott. Who? I don't know. What if I told you it's a Dan Mora cover? Ooh, nice. That's the only reason I'd be interested. That is would, that would I make, like Dan Mora art. That would make me interested. There you go. Four bucks. Not that interested. Got another Nancy Drew Hardy Boys. I've really been enjoying this series, but I'm old, so that might be why. Did you finish which which shark adventure did you finish? Did you finish Hookjaw by Sizebury or your boy? Yeah. There's a trade available for seventeen dollars that encompasses all of Hookjaw. Yeah. Cool. 
Might be worth checking out. You think so or no? Uh, I can't remember. All right. I can't remember. It's been a long Apparently time. Apparently not. Did not leave much on Drew. Well, I think I'm. I, I think I'm still waiting for another issue of White. Yeah. Or maybe it is Hookjaw. I don't know. One of them. I. I think I've been <laughs> waiting for an issue that didn't doesn't come out yet. Ooh, from Antarctic Press, Sidewinder number one. By Eric Chacone and Fabian Falcone. Hmm. I don't know what I think of this. I'm trying to figure out if it's even... Antarctic Press, man. I never have any luck with that. Eh. Advances in genetic engineering or splicing have become widely available as mankind has spread across the stars, leading to a new race called uh, the Chimerans, Yeah. who represent their... Terran. All right, nope, I'm out. Yeah. Also from Vault Comics is Zohaquan, Z-O-J-A-Q-A-N. A very tough, impronounceable title, which is dumb. But anyway, it's written by Colin Kelly and Jackson Lansing with art by Vittorio Astoni. Grieving mother Shannon Kind awakens on a primordial world mysteriously wielding the power to shape its destiny, which should be the world's savior or its destroyer. Uh, interesting premise. Stupid name. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I've got some of these coming. <laughs> All right, Drew, I think that's it. Um, you got a pick of the week? Because I'm saying skip your LCS this week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was excited about uh, the other Vault book, which I've now lost. What was it called? Mm. Help me. Help me. Help me. <laughs> Help me. What was it called? Doggone it. Uh, hmm. I can't find it. I was really excited about it. <laughs> so excited he can't remember. <laughs> it was... Doggone it. What the heck? Heavenly Blues? It was Heavenly Blues. Yeah. No, Scout Comics, not Vault. There we go. Ah, there you go. Heavenly Blues number one, Scout Comics. I'm excited. Uh, I think that sounds really, really fun. Um, Small publisher, not going to sell 4,000 copies. Um, Might might be hot. And then you... uh, What was that Sienkiewicz cover? Uh, Sienkiewicz cover of Commandy. Uh, Commanding challenge, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a that's a that's a reach, but I'm gonna take that one too. Yeah, gonna be a lot of reach in this one because like there's literally nothing that I'm just like gotta have it. Why don't you push from the last pick when you said Edge of Venom verse number two was gonna be mm-hmm. the hot one? You could go with double down on Edge of Venom that's verse right. number three. I will double down with insurance and say that that is the book to have. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not leading our listeners astray like that twice. Spawn 276 cover B. McFarlane is a beautiful cover. It's friggin' McFarlane. Or C, the sketch version. Or C, but I say B. Okay. And some of the Spawn covers have been doing fairly well. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that out. I, I, I know I have a couple sitting here, and I haven't even looked to see if they're if they're hot. So I need to do that. Yeah. 
Alright, well, I want to thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. Thank you for following around with Drew and myself as we come through comics originally coming out July 26, 2017. The end of July will be into friggin' August by the next time you hear from us. Um, so we want to thank you if you, uh, if you found better things than we did out of this week, let us know. Uh, find us on Twitter at Comics Fun Profit or Facebook or, uh, drop us a line on our Gmail account. All of these things can be found at ComicsFunProfit.com. Com. I uh, want to thank you so much again. Thank uh, Clint Strauss for our 51st iTunes review. We do appreciate that. And if any of y'all are listening on iTunes, feel free to drop us another five-star review. Those continue to move us up the ranks and make us easily and more accessible to other people. We thank you so much for Drew and for myself. See ya!